Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello, and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and it's just us today. We're going to be talking about a topic that is near near and dear to my heart, um, human design. We're going to be diving into this. We're going to be diving into making decisions according to your human design. So if you have... If you have found, if you found yourself where you're constantly overthinking what you need to do, um, decisions that you're making, you feel hesitant when you make decisions. Maybe you don't always feel a hundred percent sure of the decisions that you make, or maybe you just don't like the results that you get based on the decisions that you make. Maybe you feel like you're not good at making decisions. Maybe you've made bad decisions and that's caused you to not trust yourself. Or maybe you feel like you are just out of alignment in general. And you're wondering how you got here and why you feel like this. And of course, how do I get out of it? And that's really the power of human design. And it's not in a nutshell, what makes the system so incredible and so life-changing is when you live by it and you live by what we call your strategy and authority, which I'll get into in a second. When you live by your strategy and authority, you are, you are, it's guiding you toward your authenticity. It is your true and authentic self. It's the way that your particular type and your particular energetic group (laughs) takes in information and how you process it and how you come to aligned decisions. And it all comes from this idea and, and understanding why it's so, so powerful is to understand that we all got here and you've probably experienced this. I know I certainly did. And I'll just talk about it from my own experience. There were times where I felt like, you know, you, you feel so in alignment. You feel like you could fly. You feel like life is easy. You're manifesting meaning things are just happening and it doesn't feel hard. You focus on something, maybe not even intentionally, but you're just like, I want this. I want to make it happen. You just, you move in that direction and stuff just happens. And I had those moments of that throughout my life. And I tried to figure out, well, what was, what was it about me then that worked so well and what wasn't working in the moment where things weren't working, where I wasn't drawing things to me, where things felt really hard and I was frustrated and I wanted to find a way out, but I I had no idea how to make that happen. Enter human design where the whole concept is that when you're operating as your authentic self, then life flows. And the reason we have trouble operating as our authentic selves and our most authentic selves is that we are terribly, terribly conditioned. We have feelings of inadequacy, which we are not inadequate. We are, we are perfectly designed to be who we are, but the conditioning tells us we should be something else. The conditioning tells us that we should be big and bold. And maybe that's not who we're meant to be. Maybe we're meant to operate in our own boldness, but it doesn't look like other people's. But we're so conditioned by the world. We have so many outside forces telling us who we should be, how much money we should make, how successful we should be, how sexy we should be, how not sexy we should be. All of these things where we're taking that in from the outside world and it gets very difficult to understand what 
our true decisions coming from our heart and our soul and what are what are things being passed through the filter of the beliefs that have been passed down to us from our family that we have inherited from our ancestors that we have picked up along the way through our big T and small T trauma experiences. Um, and, and, and then just from the outside world, kind of putting all of this stuff on us, we should be this, we should be that we shouldn't be this. We shouldn't be that human design gets you out of your mind. The whole concept is that that your your thinking mind is not where decisions are made. Your thinking mind has very specific has a very specific role, but it has no role in your decision making. We make decisions from our body. So if you think about that from the simplest standpoint, think about like when you've made gut decisions, you know, you made a decision, you might say, I followed my heart (laughs) and notice which ones you say, is there one that you kind of go with? If you think about every great decision you ever made, ones that just felt like I just knew it, I went with it. And then the results were there. I want you to think about like, how do you feel like you made that decision? Because we'll get into what the authorities are. You'll find out what you are. And let's see if they match up. Let's see if there's something in just kind of even your subconscious way of relating great decisions with something. Now, for me, I would always say things like, I followed my gut. I felt into it. And then I followed my gut. And knowing what my authority is and what my strategy is and the, the type of, I'm a manifesting generator, um, but I, I have, I, I have um, a specific type of authority. Um, that makes so much sense to me now. That makes so much sense to me now that I, I would say all the time, I have to feel into that. I, I, have to, I, I have to let it sit with me and then I have to, I have to feel into it. And then I go with my gut. <laughs> I never, I don't think about it. I know I, I might say things like I have to think it over. Those are not the great decisions that I made. Those are decisions that I made that I agonized over. And I don't know if I ever felt a hundred percent sure. And I made those decisions and I, 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 I don't, I either don't remember the outcomes or I wish I didn't remember the outcomes because they were bad. But when I think about the decisions that felt completely aligned and literally catapulted my life into the quantum leap decisions they came from my gut. They came from a deep sense of knowing there was a patience that I had with making that decision. Yet the whole time I knew it was right. It was right. It was right. But I was waiting for the right time for me to say, okay, now I'm ready to, I'm ready to move forward with this. And those decisions were the quantum leap decisions. So with, with authority, um, there are types in human design and then there are authorities. Your type determines that that that's determined by uh some centers that are are um are sorry excuse me the centers that are defined within your body graph and the authority is a secondary sort of um sort of way of looking at those same centers so we're not going to get into the the full nitty-gritty of like every single authority. I'm going to give you the highlights of them just for in the interest of time. But first of all, let's, let's refresh our memory about the types. There are five types in human design. If you do not know what your human design is, please go to, we actually have that on my website now, um, nicolelano.me forward slash 
chart. You'll get an advanced chart there. So you'll actually get some details that you don't get on some of the other sites, um, which is really awesome. But the other ones, you have to have a paid plan. You'll get that for free from ours. So please go sign up and uh, sorry, go just run your chart. You don't have to sign up for anything. Run your chart and find out what your strategy type, um, your type and authority is. And this episode will really start to make sense for you if you don't, if you don't know what it is already, but there are five types in human design, human design has, uh, there's generators where their strategy is to respond. So with each type, there is a strategy. So as a generator, if you're a generator, you're waiting for the universe, you're waiting for the world, you're waiting for someone to say something to you, for you to read something, for you to have a moment with something that spurred a thought, uh, spurred a feeling in you that led you someplace. You're waiting for those things. You're waiting for the responses of things. You're not saying like, I'm going to go do this thing. You're going to say, I feel like taking a walk. And then you're going to notice the things that happen on a walk. And then suddenly you're going to look in a tree. You're going to see a bird. The bird is going to make you think of something else. And that's going to be the idea. And you just have this moment because you're in response to the world. That's what your job is to be. That's your strategy of how you start to find your path. And then you have manifesting generators is the second type. Well, the second type we're going to talk about, they don't go in any particular order. Manifesting generators, manifesting generators also have the strategy to respond. They also have the added part of the strategy of to respond and to inform because they are a combination of manifestors and generators. So the manifestor strategy is to inform. The generator strategy is to, to wait, to respond. We put those together. We have to respond and inform. So you're getting those, you're getting those intuitive hits. You, um, maybe you listen to a podcast. So you have an idea about a podcast. So you're, you're, you're in response. You're like, Oh no, I definitely want to do this. This is a yes. So you move on that response. And then maybe you tell some people that you're going to do an episode on that. You're informing the major stakeholders in your life. You're informing people about this episode coming out. So people will listen to it. You are putting that out there. Um, that is part of the strategy for the manifesting generators manifestors. You're informing. So manifestors are the visionaries of the world. They are the only ones who can initiate. So they're here to have big ideas see the way forward for the collective, kind of see those big ways forward for us. And their strategy is to inform so that they aren't just running off and people feeling like, whoa, you're doing all these big things and you're not even talking to me. They're not, they're not asking for permission. They are informing people. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm actually, I, I really feel strongly about going forward with this project. I'm, I'm going to put out this course. I'm going to put out this program. Um, I'm going to run this six month group container. This is what I'm doing. And they tell their spouse why. So they know that, that, so the spouse is just part of the journey with them. And also the spouse can say, okay, what can I do to help support you in that? Because manifestors can feel very alone because they just run off in a direction. And then they wonder why nobody's supporting them. And they wonder why people are looking at them being like, dude, you're just off on your own. <laughs> now, I don't want to get too far into the types because we're talking about authority and decision-making in this, in this episode, but they do go hand in hand and you'll see how. Projectors, the strategy is to wait for the invitation. So they're, they are being who they are. They are being the lighthouse. They are being amazing at what they do. And they are being seen by people. They are being open to being seen. People are seeing them and they are inviting them to do things with them. They're saying, Hey, would you like to be on my podcast? Hey, would you like to be a part of this summit that I'm, that I'm, that I'm doing? Hey, I would like to work with you. 
What are your prices? This is how invitations come to projectors. Um, and then reflectors, their strategy is to wait a lunar cycle. Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Um, that, that sounds kind of crazy that they have to wait 28 days. The point is, the purpose of that is because we want to get to a place where we are taking in information that's clean to us and in the way that we can receive it. Reflectors are very open to the cosmos to the changes in the tides and the weather and the the celestial weather. And when they're taking in all of that information, they can be affected emotionally by it. They can be affected. They're energetically affected by it, which can interfere with their ability to see clearly, to understand if the decision that they're making or what they're feeling is their own. So waiting the full cycle, they get to sit with something and they get to understand it and they get to feel it the whole time and see if it changes over time to know if it's true for them or not. So those are the five types and they all have their own strategies. And then we have another layer called authority. So the strategy is the way that you're taking in the information. That's the way that you're kind of operating. And then the authority is the judge. The authority is the one saying yes or no. The authority is telling you how you come to your most aligned decisions. Because remember, human design is a tool to get you out of what they call, what we call the not self, which would be low frequency, which would be low expression, which would be um, our, our negative patterns. These are all ways that you could look at it. It's keeping us out of that not self who we're not meant to be all the ways that we were conditioned to think we should be, it's taking us out of that. Human design is the mechanism to get you to stop walking down that path and to start turning toward your true self. And we do that through the authority. And the authority is that authentic decision-making. That is the mechanism that takes it from your head and into your body, into your core. And we all have a different way of making those decisions. So you might have taken courses or people tell you like, this is how you make decisions, journal on this, do that, do that. And why some things work for some people and some things don't work for others. This is why, because we all have different ways of processing information and coming to those aligned decisions. And so let me run through the different types of authority. Um, the, and like I said, run your chart to figure out what yours is. It will tell you, it'll tell you if you are an emotional, this, a splenic, this, it'll tell you that right in the chart. So the authorities are, and in this order <laughs> is the first authority is emotional authority, emotional authority. About 50% of the population has emotional authority. And what that means is they have to run decisions, run ideas, run thoughts, the things that they are pondering, they have to feel into them. I have this and this, honestly, this, this one, we're going to do an entire episode just on emotional authority because it's the most misunderstood. Um, there's a lot of kind of negative talk about, about emotional authority and being emotional. Like it's comes with a lot of baggage and a lot of pain, <laughs> but it's, it's actually, it is your greatest strength. If you have this authority, you just have to learn to use it and have to learn to use it and trust it. And once you do, it's incredible what you can do, what you can, what you can, how you can affect people and how you can start to make decisions where you just feel really good about them all the time. So emotional authority is tied to the emotional center, which is the solar plexus. If you have that defined, you are automatically an emotional authority. And that means that you have to wait. 
It means that, again, similar to what I was explaining about the reflectors and the lunar cycle, we don't want to be, if you have the center defined, it means that emotions are happening in you all the time. You have consistent experiences of your emotions. They are actually a chemical process within your body. It's not, oh, I'm emotional because these things are happening in the outside world. Oh, this thing happened because if you're an emotional authority, you probably have woken up in the morning many times and just been like, I don't know why I'm just in a funk today. Well, that's because you are in a certain part of your emotional process. You are in what we call an emotional wave and you're probably in the low end of that wave. It's the chemical process that's happening within you. It is a natural thing. And when you stop trying to fight it, you can actually find great wisdom in it. But we want to wait out the wave. So if I make a decision and a, a, a decision comes to me and bigger decisions we're making this way, um, the the decision comes to me, the, the idea comes to me and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, maybe I'm going to sign up for a program. And I say, okay, well, I think it's a yes. I check in with my major authority, which we'll get to. Those are the, the secondary ones. I check in with it and I see what my, my initial response is to that. Like, yeah, I think I want to do this. Then I'll say, okay, but I need a, I need a couple of days to sit on it. And I sit on it and I sit with it and I allow the emotions to, to do their thing. I sort of envision them like a rock tumbler tumbling around this thought and shining it up and buffing it up and knocking it around and figuring out, is this right for us or not? And on the other end of it, when it's done tumbling that thought and pondering it, you have clarity, meaning you're not, a, you don't want to make a decision in an emotional high where you're artificially excited because it's a chemical process happening within you. And you don't want to make a decision from a low place where you say no to something that really is right to you, but you were in one of those funky days and you just didn't know it. And you thought it was the thing. You thought it was the program. You thought it was the collaboration. You thought it was the decision that you were making that you were sour on, but actually you were just in a sour spot in your wave. So we wait a couple of days. So we make sure that we have gone through an entire wave and we have at the end of it, we have clarity. So you just, there's just this waiting period of making big decisions. The second authority is sacral. Sacral authority is for generators and manifesting generators. They're the only ones who could have this authority because having your sacral defined is what makes you a generator or a manifesting generator. And then there are other things in your chart um, that determine whether you're, you fall into the generator or the manifesting generator category. Sacral authority is the gut, gut response. So I'm an emotional manifesting generator. So it means I kind of have this combination of the sacral and the emotional authority. That's what makes it a little bit more complex. That's what people get all upset about because it feels a little more complicated until you get used to it. But the way that it works is the sacral says yes or it says no. Your gut is lit up by something or it's not. And when your gut is lit up as a generator, you will generate energy, you will generate energetic fuel for whatever it is that you've committed to doing. The sacral is telling you, yes, let's do this. It's saying, yes, we're in alignment for that. And when you're in alignment and when generators are doing something they love, they become magnetic. People can't take their eyes off them. They're drawn into them. Why? Because the energy that they're emitting 
the aura that it's creating is so warm and enveloping and so exciting to, for people to be around because the sacral is life force energy. And when it's not turned on and we try to force ourselves to do something, so you do something because it's on your to-do list, I should write some content today, I should work on this today, I should work on that today, I should do this, I should call this person, I should go to this party. And when we're operating out of shoulds and you feel that tightening in your stomach, in that gut saying like, no, I don't want to do that, what we experience as resistance when you experience that and you don't listen, it keeps trying to pull you back. It keeps saying no, and it actually drains your energy and pulls you out of alignment because you're doing, you're, it's trying to pull you back to your truth, which is no, we're not doing that. No, that's not the right way for us, but we're not listening. And when it's telling us, yes, I want to go do this. I want to go for a walk. I want to go outside. I don't want to work right now. We say, no, I have to get this done. And then you sit in resistance <laughs> and you sit there and you try to get something done and you stare at a blank page or you, it takes you two hours to do something that should have taken you 20 minutes because you were in such resistance. But if you had just listened and gotten the fresh air that you needed, you might've been given something to respond to that would have lit that sacral up, gotten it all excited. And you would have had the idea to get the thing that you needed to do done. That took you two hours instead of 20 minutes. That's the power of this. When you're making small and big aligned decisions for you, and you're following the authority that you were naturally given that, that highlights and lifts your energy naturally. You don't have to try to be high vibe or expanded when you are following your strategy and authority. And this is how you remove resistance in your life. This is how productivity becomes something that you don't even think about because stuff just gets done. <laughs> you don't have to worry about how to magnify your efforts because you're following the strategy and authority to the decisions that are right for you. And it will happen naturally or it will happen in a way that you hadn't even, you couldn't have even planned for. And that's where you're allowing space for the magic of the universe to come in. The third one is splenic authority. It means that you have your spleen uh, defined in your chart, but you do not have your sacral defined or, or your emotional solar plexus defined. Your spleen speaks in a really soft voice and it's the voice of intuition. It is the voice of awareness in the now. It's speaking to you and telling you, move on this do this thing. And when you start following it, when you start checking in with it and trusting it, you will see magic happen. Write this post, do this podcast episode, reach out to this person. When you start following that, when you start checking in and it tells you yes or no on whether you should move forward with something, when that invitation comes in for you projector and that, that comes in and it, and it, and it, you're wondering, is this invitation right for me? It's your spleen that will tell you. It is that soft little voice inside of you, of your intuition telling you, yes, go with this. And it'll probably give you a little bit more information than just a yes or a no. Then there's the ego authority. This is the voice of, of your will, your willpower. This is if you have your heart center defined and not your spleen or any of those others that we mentioned, the sacral or the solar plexus. Your ego authority is going to be, I mean, projectors or manifestors for this one. 
Your ego authority is going to be very much the voice of the I am. I am, I want, willpower, initiating that need to kind of to put your will, my will be done, the drive to win. Um, that authority is going to be very, very much focused in that, in that type of voice. I want, I desire. Self-projected is this, it is the G center, which is the identity center. You're going to make decisions by asking yourself, is this right for me? Is this right for me? And that's your ultimate authority. You don't ask other people. And ego is very similar to this. You don't ask other people. You don't ask someone else's opinion about whether this is the right or wrong thing for you. You will use a sounding board so you can get ideas out there and you can talk it out. My husband has this. He likes to talk everything out. And, and knowing this about him helps me and helps me help him make decisions that are aligned with him. But he's so aligned and he always has been because he always made decisions from this place. He always, his mother was like, I want you to play football. He's like, nope, not me. I'm going to play the guitar. I don't want you to play guitar. That's what I want. That's who I am. I play guitar. He got a guitar. He played, he still plays guitar. He's a great guitarist. And that all comes from this sense of self, this strong, strong sense of self and not questioning it. Many people who have this question it, they ask, other, they ask opinions, they read a bunch of blogs, they, they look outside for the answer, but their answer is completely found in their identity and their strength in their own identity and knowing who they are. And that's the work that you do to make it aligned decisions as an, as, as a self-projected, as we call it, authority. Then we have environmental authority, which is mental projectors. So they have the, they have their head center and the head defined and their mind defined, but the way that they have to make these decisions is not by thinking about it. It's by speaking about it to people who are safe and who will not give their opinion, but allow themselves to just be a sounding board. So similar process as the self-projected and ego, but they are, they are doing this in a, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's for them to think it out. What they need to do is they need to hear it outside of themselves. They can't allow the thought to just rattle around in their mind. They need to talk it out so they can process it differently by getting it out. They're hearing it. They're allowing their body to react to it. They're allowing themselves to process it in a different way. And then they land on the answer, but it has to come from this place of speaking it out loud and having it heard around them. So it's, it's like, it's coming to them as, as a response. It's like, it's coming to them from the outside world when they speak about it, getting it out of that closed head center, closed mind and out into the world so they can experience it in a different way. It's the environment there, there, it's very important for them to be in the right environment. They have to, they, they have to make sure the first question that they're always asking is, am I in the right place? Is this the right environment for me where I can make decisions that are right for me? And then the last one are, is the, the lunar, which is reflectors. For reflectors, they have to be waiting that lunar cycle. And we explained in the strategy because it's the same process. 
of waiting so that they make sure that they are in a clear place, that they are not making decisions while being affected by outside sources, by energetic um they, they, they want to make sure that they're, they're not being affected by, you know, if it's a full moon, they might have a very, very different opinion of something than they would when it's right in the middle of the lunar phase. And we know that by going through the entire lunar phase so they can have clarity at the end of it. So they can have clarity at the end of it. They can say like, okay, I've, I've experienced this in all the different parts of the cycle. And this is still how I feel about it. So I know that this is the right decision for me. And this is what gives you confidence because when you believe in something, and we talk about this with manifestation, manifestation, like we talk about this with money, it isn't what you buy. It's how you feel when you buy it. If you feel really good about a decision, and we've heard this too, where people say like the transformation is in the transaction, you know, that, that, that can be very manipulative, that type of, (laughs) that type of, um, that type of statement, but it can be, it can be, it is not for everybody because not everybody is making that transaction with confidence. So it's actually doing damage in that space, but the transact, the transformation is in the transaction. If you make the decision where you are so confident that the decision you made is going to get you the result that you want, you are just like, this is it. And I've had that. I bought a $20,000 program with that feeling. And it was one of the best investments I ever made in my whole career. I more than tripled that investment within like what was it like three months, two months? I think it was two months. Maybe it was, maybe it was a little bit longer than that, but between that time, 60 to 90 days, I had that money back and I made it three times, four times over. That's how powerful it is. But I remember that. And it only came from this, just like, I'm scared, but I know it's right. But that came from following my strategy and my authority to a T. I waited. I got that sacral response. It said, yes, I waited. I sat with it. I felt into it. I allowed it to just be in me. And then I said, yep, I know I've, I know I've felt all of the emotions that I needed to feel about this. And I'm clear. I know this is right. I don't have to know how it will happen. I just know it's right. I know that this is the next step for me and I took it. So that is how authority can have such a profound effect on your life. It can literally change everything. So if you feel like you are being pulled or, or you've been out of alignment for a long time, this is the first step. When you start following this, you don't have to figure out how to fix it all right away. You don't have to figure out how to clear up all of the junk that you've left behind. You just have to start taking the right steps forward from here on out and then clean the other stuff up that needs to be cleaned up along the way while you make aligned decisions, while you're operating in your high frequency, while you're making decisions that you feel a thousand percent good about, that will expand you naturally. That will clean up a lot of the things energetically for you without you have to, having to do a whole bunch. And then you will have your clearing up work for the things that are really big, that the boulders you need to move to get out of the way to reach your next level. But I'll tell you, they'll be shown to you by following your strategy and authority. This is why a lot of people get, they dive into human design. They buy a bunch of books. They want to know all the things. This is where it starts. It starts with following your strategy and authority. It starts with just doing it and living it 
And then, because all of that stuff is just information until you know how to apply it, until you know how to be following your strategy and authority, and then laying all of that wonderful other stuff about the centers and how to sell from your centers and how to magnetize people by being in your highest frequency, um, by using your channels, by using your your gates, by by leaning into your power. All of that is on a foundation of following this this authority, following that strategy and authority. And this, I hope this episode helped you understand authority more and how you can start to use power your life through human design so that you're living in alignment. And so you're making those decisions from this, this beautiful, clean place, and it changes your whole perspective and your whole experience of your life because you're just like, I know I'm being led. I'm allowing the universe to play with me because this is how I experience universal messages. This is how they come to me. This is how I'm meant to decide whether they are right for me or not. This is how I move with confidence and you just become more and more powerful as you do. Okay. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you want more about human design, please run your chart over on our website at our new chart builder, which I'm super excited about. Like I said, this will give you some of the, um, it, it will give you some of the stats that a chart on like my body graph or Jovian or some of those other ones won't give you until you pay. You'll actually get them for free on our site. So it's, it's pretty awesome. So the arrows and stuff like that, we give that to you, which is super cool. So I'm super excited about that. Please visit us over at nicolelano.me forward slash chart to run that chart. Check out the rest of what we have on the website. Please check out the rest of the episodes of this podcast if you're interested. And if you would like to book a human design reading, I do do personal one-on-one readings, um, which you can all also purchase on the website and we'll link all of this up in the show notes for you. So it's super easy for you to find guys. I loved this episode. I hope you did too. I appreciate you making it all the way to the end of the episode so that I could say to you what I always say to remember that you are only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. So go out there and be limitless. Everyone. I will see you around. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to stay in touch with us, we would love to have you as a part of our Facebook community, Practical Manifestors. It's a community for process-driven women looking for clear and actionable steps to embodying a life of wealth and alignment. Join us at Practical Manifestors in Facebook or go to www.innerceogroup.com. 